looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay, I don't mean to also Lindsay's here today. Neither Natasha Leone, Lindsay Lohan, nor Sophia Bush is on the other line with I'm me. Sorry. It's fully Lindsay Weber. My voice is back, baby. Woo-woo. Those were all of the uh the uh, guesses we had in the call in line of who you were, who you sounded like, some multiple. I mean, I can't promise that won't happen again. It's only it's only July. <laughs> I'm going to violate your trust, Lindsay, and I'm going to read a text you sent me earlier on air because uh, oh I'm like no. still kind of shook by it. What did I say? It was actually only, what, 11 minutes ago. Oh. oh. Lindsay texted me the following. A link to a people story with this... <laughs> text following up from Lindsay. I didn't know they were dating. <laughs> and it's the headline, Bell, Powley, and Douglas Booth are engaged. Quote, we're very, very happy. Did you like, know that they were dating? No, but I'm sorry, sincerely I know it's commenting very on the engagement people, of Douglas Booth and Bell Powley being like, um, I didn't know they were dating. Well, I was expecting like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Well, it fits Search into me. it fits into our show. Bell Pally, it, but it's just funny because they're each like Bell Pally is like the girl from the teenage girl movie, that really good movie that came out. The a while Diary ago. of a Teenage Girl. She's teenage and girl. Douglas Booth is from that flop Romeo and Juliet reboot that came out a while ago. Who may or may not be related to John Wilkes, but probably not. Right. But has the face of a British actor. Tell me that guy Mm -hmm. doesn't look British. So does she. Actually, they both have extremely British actor faces. Him especially. He's from Greenwich, London, which I think is actually fancy. And she's from someplace called Hammersmith. Posh? Posh. Excuse me, Posh. They both seem like they're from posh neighborhoods in London. On the set of the movie Mary Shelley, another kind of no one saw really the the Elle Fanning Mary Shelley. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, let's put Elle Fanning in a movie about Mary Shelley and make, let's cast her as Mary Shelley and no one will see this. And no one saw it. Have you ever played a prank on set? Oh, okay. Um, so the movie I just did. Yes. Mary Shelley. Yes. Um, me and Doug Booth, we pretend to have a huge argument on set. 
just just for fake. No, no, just for fake, like for fun, to like freak everyone out. Yeah. Um, and like Elle Fanning was in on it too, and Tom Sturridge as well. Yeah. Name for I'm just dropping those up. Yeah, off, just picking, picking those up. Yeah, floor, just dropping names. And we had this like huge, humongous argument where they had to like finish, like stop filming. We were like screaming at each other, and then like halfway through we just started laughing. And everyone was And there was like panic over. And, yeah, and everyone what believed you arguing about? I can't remember. But these two met, and now they're, they're engaged. Yeah, and you seemed very, very shocked. But no, I didn't know they were dating, Lindsay. To answer your question, which I didn't respond to. <laughs> no, I didn't know they were dating. I just, but I am I glad that they're very, very it's, happy. It's a mix between like, it's like I'm surprised I don't, I didn't know, but also like I'm exact, I'm pretty much aware I didn't, why I didn't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This interview you called out, though, is kind of funny. She says, quote, He was playing Percy Shelley, and Elle Fanning was playing Mary. I played Claire Claremont, Mary's stepsister. That's when we fell in love. Ah! <laughs> God, okay. It's as simple as that. You know who he looks like? Who? Kind of. Who? Other people in Mary Shelley, a.k.a. Tom Sturridge. He just looks like all he the other dudes He kind of does look like Tom Sturridge, Yeah. The actual breaking news, though. The actual breaking news. That was pretty breaking. Mm. Mm. It broke. The the breaking news that people will actually, like, suffer consequences from, like, things will break in their house when they hear this. Nick Cannon's newest child was born. But wasn't his other child, his last newest was just born. The twins were just born. So this is the latest newest, who is Zen. Remember, there was Zillion Air. Yeah. And then Zillion Air's twin, whose name I forgot. And now yeah. there's Alyssa Scott, who was the dancer on Wild Now. And she just gave birth to a child named Zen. Z is very trendy in the in the canon households. You know? It's just Z. wild because it's like not that Nick has to follow, you know, rules of monogamy, but I'm like, which woman is he with? You know? It's unclear. I mean, it seems Any like of he's them? giving all of them equal attention, which props to him if he's able to do it. Is he a polygamist? Like, I am like, what's going on? Is this a polycule? I don't know what it is, but everyone seems happy. You know, like, I don't know what it is, but I'm impressed by the fact that it seems to be working. Like, prove me wrong. So, Alyssa Scott had Nick Cannon's seventh child Mm -hmm. and fourth baby in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the good detail. Of course, reported by, I forget which, I don't know which outlet this is, but it says, has seemingly arrived. They're, they That's cannot people. confirm. Nobody wanted to make a call to the registry or whatever. Seemingly, if this were like PB's Playhouse, like seemingly would be the word of the week, you know? Like the secret word this week is seemingly because seemingly is all over the place. <laughs> so what's today's secret word, cocky? Today's secret word is... Seemingly... You all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right? Right! People Magazine, Nick Cannon's seventh child and fourth baby in a year has seemingly arrived. (laughs) E.T. Nick Cannon seemingly a father of seven after Alyssa Scott gives birth. And then we have... Uh, I don't know where this is from. Nick Cannon... Oh, it's actually Fox News. Sorry. Nick Cannon seemingly welcomes seventh child. Rumored girlfriend Alyssa Scott teases, quote, love you for eternity. And then we have this one. Also, don't remember where this one is from. Model Alyssa Scott seemingly welcomes Nick Cannon's seventh child. I'm sorry. Either she had a baby or she didn't. What's with the seemingly? Is no? Is everybody just going to copy each other and not actually like... Google once or something, make one call to see if this baby was actually born. 
that's what's weird. It's like, we know who this person is, and she's not, like, nobody, you know? It should be easy to contact this person, but no one has done the work. Oh I'm God, not sure if that people don't care or what. Oh, what's the Nick write-up? Nick Cannon seemingly has some big news to celebrate. Model Alyssa Scott, who appeared to confirm that she was expecting a son <laughs> with Cannon on Father's Day, announced that she's welcome with her baby boy. So wait, okay, so they're not here. I need to break this down for a sec. Okay, break it they're down. They're not please. seemingly saying that she had a baby. We know she had a we baby. Know she had a baby. That's <laughs> confirmed. The seemingly, yeah. the appeared to confirm is still the fatherhood. It's still the parent parentage. A paternity. Yeah. Got it. I thought they were seemingly like, was this baby born? And I'm like, no, she no, had no, a no, baby. No. Like, you, that's she's true. holding the baby in the photos. Yeah. Right. She's okay. like, I'm holding a baby that I gave birth to. So this the seemingly is, my is not whether she gave birth. The seemingly is that we are still on the fence about it being Nick Cannon's kid, but we're pretty mm-hmm. sure. I mean, we have one one foot over the fence. I'm like on the fence, but I'm like, it seems I'm uncomfortable. In, I'm about to be in Nick Cannon's backyard. You know, like I'm over the fence. Bossup got it right. Incredibly fertile father of seven. Colon Nick Cannon and Alyssa Scott welcome babies in. Comedians fourth in less than a year. Ah, uh, incredible. It's good. I don't know. I'm impressed by him. And again, like, maybe it's because, like, why? I mean, I don't I don't even want to begin to speculate. But if you will notice, none of these mothers are angry publicly. No, no one's fighting. Nick's no one's going pissed. from photo shoot to photo shoot, like, giving the same energy to each woman. No, I think he's keeping woman. everyone properly paid and mm-hmm. happy. I do. I think the other shoe's going to drop, though. Yes. Yeah. I love that Mariah Carey is just not even... Zip, zip, zip. Part of the conversation. (laughs) She's just who, what, where, when, how, you know? Good screaming, everybody. Mm. You're all really good at that. Okay, moving on. This is a funny crisis PR that I haven't seen before. So Kodak Black, who keeps popping up ever since Trump pardoned him and he's like out, he's like really attention starved and so he's making mm. a lot of news mm. so over the he's weekend or rapper. last week he's a rapper yeah over the weekend he threw <laughs> i have yet to see actual receipts about this but the headlines are all saying that he threw a hundred thousand dollars into the ocean and the toilet like on a yacht off a yacht inside Wait, a yacht into inside the, the toilet plumbing of a yacht. or into the ocean both what looks like money exactly and then there's also a video of him throwing what looks like money into a toilet and then flushing so <laughs> the the reports again who is who's counting this because if you look at this at the actual like individual bills there's no way it adds up to $100,000 they are hundreds yes but the reports are saying that he threw $100,000 i don't know that i believe that because that's just like an absurd amount of money and i feel like the pile of cash would have been bigger but mm-hmm. they claim it's $100,000 he threw it into the ocean he trends on twitter people are mad at him because he's wasting money it's this flagrant disregard for like money and the help that it could provide and so mm-hmm. i guess to counter out the the bad headlines he's been getting he's done two very charitable things have you seen okay, this okay no one of them he passed out like tens of thousands of dollars of air conditioners to a florida neighborhood that was going <laughs> through like a heat wave okay, okay. that's Wonderful. Really nice. I just, in my mind, the image was him handing out money, but then all of a sudden he was sitting on air conditioner. My mind was like, how they're so heavy. How would he hand them out like that? <laughs> <laughs> like my brain was like trying to visualize and then it just like flopped. <laughs> and in my mind, he was like holding air conditioners and handing them out. They're so heavy. They're so heavy. How <laughs> would he do that? That's crazy. No, he had a truck. He had a truck. <sighs> That's such a nice he, thing to do. I like that. 
He drove the truck around. He handed them out to 100 people. Mm-hmm. There's like very cute video of them. Like the people are crying. They're happy. He's getting incredibly good press. And then I guess that press wasn't enough though. So he also went to an elementary school and read to kids. Wait, this is all to counter throwing this money This is the all toilet? to counter throwing money away into a toilet and into the ocean. Okay. But it's working. So it's yeah, truly I mean... like it's working in the purest sense of crisis PR where now when you Google Kodak Black. Yeah. The stories you get are all the positive ones. You have to actually Google, like, Kodak Black Toilet or Kodak Black Ocean to get the bad stuff. Kodak Black Toilet, Kodak Black Ocean. (laughs) It's working. Okay, what else did he do? What else did he do? Well, he read to school kids. Oh, classic. He went to a school, and then he read, like, a big book to them, and he was very cute. And, like, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of... They're talking to him, and he's responding. He's like, I'm your substitute teacher today. It's cute. I'm sure you'll put in a clip. That's cute. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. That's it's cute. working out. Why did the kid bring a ladder to school? Why? Trying to guess. Because um, he couldn't step on the problem. I like how you think. You say, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Because the kid brought a, la- a ladder to school because he wanted to go to high school. <laughs> but apparently all of this stems from some feud that's so strange and stupid. It's just like a dumb musician feud where he was mad at someone. And so they're fighting Jack Boy. They're like fighting over someone and he's like basically bragging. You know, that's what it ultimately stems from. He's like, so I the, have money and the you bragging... don't. bragging... Involved. The bragging this. was what the money, why the money went into mm-hmm. the ocean. Allegedly, the he has not confirmed this, but and that's then the that was such a bad look for him in this this era. It's not impressive to anyone to throw away money at this point. No. And then no. he said, "Oh, what I'll do is go hand out ACs and I'll read to some children, and like I'll be back to you know net neutral." Mm-hmm. Net I neutral. Like this, net neutral. I like this tweet from that was a response to the video of him reading to kids, and it's someone going, "Listen, it's small." But I don't know why him responding, quote, I like how you think to the kids guessing seemed really cool. And shut it, instead of shutting the kids down and going, no, that's not it. After being the one to tell them to guess, he encouraged them. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> it is sweet. <laughs> Wait, I like oh, how like... you think. Because a kid gets a question wrong and he goes, I like how you think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really good crisis. He ha- he must have Samantha uh... Jones. This is Samantha yeah, Samantha Jones, Jones is like, okay, we got to go hand out ACs now. <laughs> you can't stop throwing your money in the toilet and taking photos of it. I booked you at, like, William Hobby Middle School. Okay. <laughs> I am telling you the truth. If I was as bad an actress as you, I'd still be serving onion rings at TGI Fridays. That's my fucking Birkin! And there went Lucy Lou, all because of a Lucy lie. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is out and about vaping. I'm so confused about this, by the way. This makes it seem like Jonathan Taylor Thomas has not has left, left his left house his in house. 12 years. There's no, yeah, it's, it, I mean, they said was spotted out in Hollywood on June 20th, but photographed for the first time in nearly eight years. I know this man's left his house in less than eight years. Why is it just now? like, yeah, what's the... I really am a little baffled at the kind of the, sorry, the peg of saying, oh, John Diller Thomas ha- is spotted. Let's no. let's say he's been spotted for the first time in years to make this actually interesting, to make these photos interesting. I get that he's not photographed that often, but 
it is weird to frame it like this. Yeah, it's like they make him seem like they indirectly make it seem like he has been a recluse. And it's like there's no way Jonathan Taylor Thomas has not been to like Ralph's, you know, this really just does show like the power of, I don't know, a slow news week, like the power of framing, but the power of just like how many photographers have probably had the opportunity to photograph and sell a photo of Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the past eight years? More than one, probably. But when you decide to post it, it really worked. I wonder like. Right, like slow Newsweek mix with these new photos of JTT, and somebody at Us Weekly was like, "Let's fr- we ha- when's the last time we posted a photo of this guy? Let's frame it as we haven't because it's been, it or he's been in. We haven't gotten a photo in eight years. Like I, I almost feel like there is that sort of just f- of fake framing going around because this is right. not the case. This is not the story. You know? No. But then like you look at like saw this and like laugh because he's like, what? I like actually have been quite out and about, you know, I was doing my daily errands. And it's not even like he looks you sort of expect. He maybe... doesn't look bad or good. He looks exactly. Like himself. He looks normal. He looks normal. Right. You expect some sort of extreme in one direction where it's like Jonathan God. Taylor Thomas looks hotter than ever. Jonathan Taylor Thomas looks a mess like Jonathan Taylor Thomas looks unrecognizable. Jonathan Taylor Thomas looks like a white dude vaping. You know who Gen Z 100% doesn't know who they are? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Like, talk about a heartthrob truly lost to time. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is like, remember like Leif Garrison or something to us? Like, remember in I Love the 80s, they would bring up all the, like, Leif. Leif Garrett. Leif Garrett. Remember they'd bring up these, like, teeny boppers that we just, like, had never heard of except for hearing their sad stories on I Love the 80s or I Love the 90s. Where you were like, my mom was nuts. (laughs) That sort of thing. Yeah, like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is our that person in a way in that he didn't, he really did stop, you know? Yeah. And he really had to be a certain age at a certain moment to remember when he was, because he was, like, JTT, you know? Mm-hmm. But now as mm-hmm. I'm saying that, I'm hearing people who've never heard of him are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I promise you, he was a big deal. I can hardly pick up a Teen Beat magazine without seeing you. Uh-oh. <laughs> you are in every magazine, and there are quizzes frequently <laughs> right, about which, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right, which I have failed in the past, which is scary. You failed them? Yeah, and they're about me, which is... That's weird, different. isn't it? It's very weird. Now, we have some questions. Let's see how you do. Okay. Jonathan Taylor Thomas loves to eat all of the following except homemade pasta, Domino's pizza, Big Macs. Probably Big Macs because I'm a vegetarian, so I'm going to have to go with that You're one. correct. It Alrighty, is Big yes. Macs. There you go. It's so str- I'm like looking at the photos and they're just like painfully normal. Yeah. I he's not he looking he at the jewels. camera though. I really can't tell if he knows that he's being photographed or not. He might you know? not. Because it looks like it could be far away. Like, he thinks there's someone more famous behind him. Anyway, very weird coverage. And we got, like, this. Like, here's a Daily Beast headline. Jonathan Taylor Thomas finally resurfaced, and millennials are shook. Like, everything about that headline is maddening, because it's not like we've been waiting with bated breath for Jonathan Taylor Thomas to resurface. You know? Jonathan Taylor Thomas wasn't in a bunker. We're not like, where is Kimmy Schmidt? You know? And are millennials shook, or are they just being told that they're shook? Are headlines deciding it for them? As a millennial, I can tell you, I am not shook. 
I loved Wild America just like the rest of them. I know you did. Oh, yeah. We don't have to get into how much I love Wild America. Okay? <laughs> we have in the past. Yeah. I mean, he I guess he was on. What do you want from Blockbuster? Well, Wild America and True Beverly Hills again. <laughs> again. Again. He was on Last Man Standing, which was the Tim Allen show. No, he was, he on, was on, on Home Improvement. No, he was also on Last Man Standing. Oh, I didn't know that. No, he was on it briefly a few years ago, which was, you know, what they're they're it's like the last thing that he quote unquote did. Hey, Hey. come on in, everybody. This is my new boss. This is John Baker. Oh, hi, I'm Vanessa. Hi. Hi, Mike Baxter. Hey, Andy looked familiar. (laughs) Well, you know, I used to work with Kristen. That's not it. John just came by to give me a ride in my first dinner shift. Yeah. You know, make sense to carpool, save the planet, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, just kidding. Environmental regulations are job killers. Yeah. I'm a small business owner, I know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Is that your car? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had it souped up a bit. You know, for more power. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's he, he kind of, you know, he could I thought he was going to do the thing with like that, like Ben Savage does or Fred Savage does where like, you know, you direct TV, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's a good route for like a child star or whatever. If you don't want to like be a adult star, which I don't think that he does. I mean, this is what's so funny. There's a um, Hollywood life story that's like everything we know about why the actor left the spotlight. And it's like you're they're citing stories from like Premier Magazine in 1997 where he's like, yeah, like being in the spotlight's tough. <laughs> it's like this is so ridiculous. Right, he's like 13 or 14 years old. And also he still lives around Hollywood. He works in the entertainment. I'm done with this. This is so boring. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And also some of the stories I just read a whole story that said, and he hasn't aged a day in 30 years. And it's like, when's the last time you saw a human? <laughs> Because if you think Jonathan Taylor Thomas hasn't aged a day since 1991, you have some issues. I might I mean, even go as far as to say you have you. actual problems. <laughs> hate to break it to you, but I'm looking at these photos and he has. And so have we all. Where's that guy? Is that JTT? Who? JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. You know that guy whose poster you had in your room? Oh, him. Yes, it's the super heartthrobby middle child from Home Improvement. And we got him at the Art Live in Hollywood. He's super dreamy. He looks like he just walked out of a peep show. What are you talking about? (laughs) He's so cute, shut up. He was Simba, guys. He was Simba. Dad? Let's talk about screaming Ringo's cock rings, please. I just... We cut this out of the Who's There episode, but it is sort of funny, and I know that he's a them, but in a way, this is who we... And I feel like the screaming oh Ringo cock rings Ringo are Star is a them, but getting mad at a cock ring maker for making a... <laughs> A device called the Ring O, which literally describes what it is. It's a Ring O. Not a Ringo, a Ring O. It's a screaming O, Ring O. And it's there's a space between the ring and the O. Mm-hmm. Because it's a cock ring. Get it? It's a Ring O. Mm-hmm. 
that it's a colossal co- cock ring that makes a massive impression. It is super stretchy, reusable design. It's lab tested, body safe, available in three colors, Wait, clear, blue, tested? and black. Yeah, lab tested. Lab tested. I thought you said laugh tested. And no, I said, lab- is there something about laughing that would cause this? I think it passed. Well, it definitely passed a laughter test as well because this packaging is hysterical. It looks, First of all, it looks like candy. It looks it like does look trolley. Like candy. It looks like trolley it candy, does. but it's not. It's a cock ring. And yeah. Ringo Star, or I will go, I will make the assumption Ringo Star's people got upset that this was happening because apparently there he's had a he's had a legal claim against them for years and finally just dropped it. That's what the news is. Mm-hmm. It's like this he's been harassing the the Ring O makers for years because the, he said that the name was identical in appearance, sound, connotation, and pronunciation. I would argue that it's only identical in pronunciation if you say it a certain way it is not identical in appearance it doesn't look no. like ringo no it doesn't sound like ringo really it's ringo and connotation do you think that you the connotation of a cock ring is the same as the drummer from the You're beatles the drummer i don't from the beatles. think so <laughs> good morning good afternoon good evening i'm inviting everyone who wants to join the peace and love celebration for my birthday at noon your time, wherever you are, seven seven twenty one, and uh, you can post it, you can say it, you can even think it, but it'll be cool if you go, peace and love at noon on my birthday seven seven twenty one. So let's spread peace and love around the world on my birthday. Come on, everybody! What does connotation mean? <laughs> Which is already protected. Oh, because his name, Ringo's name is protected by a trademark. Ringo Starr is a trademark. And he feared the association could damage his legendary reputation. No. Here's the thing. I'd never heard of these until you Stry's sued them. But Starr has now settled with Screaming O, which uses the Ring O name. So Screaming O is the name of the company. Ring O is the product. That's why... It's called an O. I'm not a lawyer, as we all know that Lindsay and I are not lawyers. We know you're not a lawyer. But, like, that's the thing that I think works to me in in Screaming O's favor, because the company was already called the Screaming O's, you know? It's just funny because this says, documents filed by his lawyers in 2019 said, quote, consumers will likely believe that the opposer, Star's newest venture, is sex toys, and this is not an association the opposer wants. It's like, What? Who would think that? It's like, oh, I, I see the cock rings. I'm like, Ringo's got a... Ringo's making cock rings? The Ringo? The only way you would maybe think that is if his face were on the package. If it said Ringo stars Ringo cock rings, I'd be like, wow. Oh, I guess this is what he's doing now. Also, a ring and an O are the same thing. So, like, you're allowed to do... That's just, like, language. That's English. I hate this, but I do think that so much of this has to do with, like, when you're super rich and you have this trademark, you just sue everyone because you can. Like, that's just what you do. I guess he's dropping it, though, because he was just like, this is not a fight. Screaming O's had a good case. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good. Maybe Ringo should just release his own line of cock rings. He can call them Ringo Stars. I'm trying to think of what was his, um, what was, like, the song that, like, famously Ringo Starr wrote and it sucks? The Beatles song that he wrote, like, cause he didn't write. Oh, Octopus's Garden. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. He'd let-
was in Knows where we've been In his octopus's garden In the shade It's like that would be the Ringo song. Yeah. Think of all the cock rings that could be on those octopus tentacles. That's branding. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I call branding, Ringo. Give me a call. The fact that you... <laughs> That's why he wants to be under the sea in an octopus's garden. Because he has his pick of all the cock rings he could want. Brandy Glanville wrote an op-ed for The Sun in which she implicated herself in saying that she wanted to kill Leon Rimes and said to her, I will kill you. <laughs> Imagine not only writing that, but then submitting it. And then like maybe in revisions, still not taking it out. <laughs> I just am like... First of all, I just didn't get the peg of Brandy Blit Grandy. Oh my God, Brandy Glanville of like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fame, and Forever also ago. Sheena Che dated her husband and Leanne Rhymes and her Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Cibrian met on a Lifetime show, and then he cheated on her with Leanne, and now they're married and whatever. Brandy, whose narrative will never end who is literally the, the main protagonist in her own tale, mm -hmm. uh, wrote an op-ed because, I guess this is so insane, a politician cheated on his wife, which is kind of like the dime a dozen, unfortunately. Matt Hancock, and, yeah. And they pegged this op-ed op -ed that Brandy Glanville wrote, who, by the way, isn't British, and I'm not even sure if she knows who this man is, Martha, Martha Hancock and Matt Hancock. He's a Tory MP, MP is what again? Like a par parliament member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wrote an op-ed to like relate to the this woman, which is like, if I was Martha, I'd be like, what? Like, no thanks. Like, I don't want advice from Brandy Glanville. <laughs> Imagine being Who at like you? a fancy dinner party and then this story's going around and then Brandy approaches you and like gently puts her hand on your hands and is like, She's Martha, like, I understand. I I've once threatened there. to kill Leanne Rhymes, so I know exactly where you're feeling right now. I know so exactly what you're feeling starts right now. Yeah, it's written in first person, and it clearly is told to, and starts just normal. It's like, here's the story, you know, my husband cheated on me, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point in the story, it says, one time before we were married, I walked to a soccer game, and Jake, who was two, was sitting in her lap. I had this rage in my body. I really wanted to kill her. I walked over to her, grabbed Jake, and I looked at her and said, I will fucking murder you. It's like... Oh, it's like, I get it. Like, you were in a bad place. This is a yes, bad situation. Yes, you're trying situation. to be vulnerable so you're that you being can have these relatable moments. This, yeah. But admitting that you literally threatened Leanne Rimes' life to her face is maybe not the best vibe and the best reveal for this story. Also, you keep know? in mind, no part of the story, like no part of the Martha Hancock side of the story involves threats of murder. <laughs> Yeah, th this it's like it literally these two have so nothing in common. Like they, the only thing they have in common is their husbands cheated on them. Mm -hmm. That's th that's it. Mm -hmm. But also got because they weird. got caught on camera. That's like the the that's did, where their similarities begin and end. There well, was irrefutable she, proof of their. Oh, cheating. because Leanne, there were photos of mm -hmm. Leanne and what's his face? Mm -hmm. Who cares? Like smooching off set off the filming set. But then here again, we have Brandy Glanville talking to Martha at this party and being like, you know, I once threatened to kill Leanne Rimes. I was really big on Chardonnay at the time. And then, you know, I ended up in a relationship with Gerard Butler. It's like Martha's nodding her head very politely, Martha's but just like, like get this woman out of my Who table, please. Who is Gerard Butler? <laughs> Why is she bringing these things up? Like Brandy Glanville, again, is talking about a cheating scandal in a country she is not, at least doesn't live in, and I assume probably isn't even familiar with. 
And then she says, so I started dating immediately, and it really helped me to become my own person. I realized I didn't know myself when I was married. I hooked up with the British actor Gerard Butler. Is she trying to connect the story back to England <laughs> there? And isn't Gerard Butler Scottish? Uh, Steaming, one of our 100,000 words for being drunk. Wee bit means a little amount, you know. Like, were you drunk or were you steaming? Ach, a wee bit. God yourself! Go on, you can do this. It's an, a sign of encouragement, not something you often get in Scotland. <laughs> Ach, your bum's out the windy means you're talking nonsense. Your bum's out the windy. She doesn't even know Gerard Butler is Scottish. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the Guardian didn't correct that. I mean, we're not so good at this either, but he is definitely Scottish, Come on, right? she fucked him, though. <laughs> she well, heard his voice. Well, well. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's, time- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) When I sleep on other beds, I get mad. What else to say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want my bed. I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently, their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, 
it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com who. That's helixsleep.com who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Let's, let's move on to something a little bit more spicy. And this is actually kind of in the JTT realm as well in terms of like institutional knowledge, you know, and the mm-hmm. framing of this all. We got new photos of Zendaya and Tom Holland smooching in a car and everybody was like, whoa. And I was like, haven't they been dating for years? But it hasn't really been talked about. It's kind of like hush, hush, because they obviously met on Spider-Man in like 2017 at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. And they dated then. Allegedly, allegedly. They allegedly dated then and then kind of no talk about it for a long time. But it wasn't like Zendaya was dating anybody else. Or Tom. And he really wasn't rumored with anyone else aside from Nicki Minaj, which was a joke. Mm-hmm. Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, well, I suppose I've got to say congratulations on becoming a father to Nicki Minaj's child before we move forward <laughs> with the interview. Uh, how are you finding fatherhood so far? Oh, it's a glorious it's a glorious journey, one that I wasn't uh, ready for, but, you know, I've taken it on and, and it's going really well. And in the meantime... Asking. No, you're welcome. I mean, I, I've got to ask. Well, this is another thing, like, it's it's just like they just they made the decision to be seen smooching you know like if the rumors are true that they have been together since 2017 they have hidden their romance like they haven't been holding hands in public they haven't been kissing in public but they are photographed everywhere they decided you know what take our photo kissing today well it's weird because it is you're right like the photos seem like they were caught mm-hmm. but two people who have been no. actively dating for years without these photos coming out clearly are very careful and the fact that they were caught means they really weren't, they knew they were getting caught and they no. were ready to, they're ready to like be in a relationship in like the public eye. Yes. And I guess the it's reason It's just funny because I think, them... I think people thought that they maybe had dated it and kind of like broke, they did a good job hiding it to the point where people kind of got just like, oh, I guess they aren't together anymore or something because we haven't seen them together in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think also like, when you are a Marvel person, and especially that high up, and again, they're thems now, both of them. But we talked about them years Is and Tom years ago Holland when they were who's. Yes. And yeah. why are we talking about them if they're both? Because thems? they used to be who's. They're canon. We talked about them whenever this was a rumor, and now okay. it's official. Okay. While they are thems, and we can never talk about them again, kind of. Okay. But it's like when you have that machinery behind you, you also have like the best PR behind you. Like everything about this feels extremely deliberate. It's just like the Angelina Jolie stuff. Which Do you think it's like, oh, like, we're like coming out as a couple and yeah. now we're going to like hit the red carpet? Yeah. Like this is kind of the release of them. And it, it like isn't. And it's like we've been dating for like four years now. Mm-hmm. Their next Spider-Man movie comes out later this year too. So. Oh, so do you think this is also a little bit of like. Yeah. That's hey why guys, it makes me think like, of the... now that the new movie's coming out, like, would you like to be a real couple? You could actually walk the red, the red carpet together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really does remind me of the Angelina Jolie stuff, which, again, we talked about on the Patreon episode, but, like, how suddenly she's just being papped, like, going to dinner with The weekend, like, walking around New York. It's This feels like a very deliberate, like, press cycle thing. Right, and even though she's movie. extremely famous, she still has been able to keep herself 
out of paparazzi photos like this for mm-hmm. a while and she really doesn't get popped that often and now right. all of a sudden it's like she's nonstop everywhere so it's like what changed it's not because it, it's there is a deliberate intention to be mm-hmm. photographed here mm-hmm. they do have more power than i think sometimes they say mm-hmm. oh i can't go anywhere i'm being photographed it's like no it's like the you know a lot of the time you know where they're going to be there's only so many photographers exactly. you know Mm-hmm. And these aren't photos that are taken by cell phones. They're photos that are taken by lenses, long mm-hmm. lenses. It's not, you know, anyone who's just out and about. Yeah. I just, like, don't. I don't believe either of those things are accidents. I think they are all part of, like, the promotion machine for both of those people as I mean, they are. You saw the photos of Ben and Jen, like, walking oh. together just in, like, matching neutrals, matching you know? Right? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it looked like they were wearing, like, they were just wearing... Like Eileen Fisher Resort Almond collection. milk meets Eileen Fisher. It was just like oat milk, <laughs> oat milk chic is what they were walking around It was in. oat oh. milk and almond milk. She oh. was wearing almond, he was wearing oat. Yeah, it's like it was The most gorgeous neutrals gorgeous. I've ever seen. His hoodie, like his hoodie looked eight, like it was $800. Oh my God. Did you notice that you texted me, you texted our friends that meme and then I tweeted it? From yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Sometimes you do a funny and it's just yeah, not it's where I you got to tweet it. I you love it. Um, okay, moving on to a couple I don't think is really I don't a couple. think this is a couple. No. And also, I'm so... I mean, this Demi Lovato stuff is just... Demi is just, just really overexposing themselves. Like, it's... it's. They're so exposed. I want that. I don't want that for them. You don't get to make a documentary about yourself, then a podcast about yourself, and now a talk show about yourself. Like, I don't want to say that it's... Not, it's of course, there are going to be guests, but like... Demi's going to insert themselves into this whole thing. Like, it's really going to be just, about Demi. It's just like so, first of all, we were joking. It was like a Roku. It's a Roku show. But it what is it a is, Roku I just show. realized. No, it is. But what I realized why it's a Roku show is because it was a Quibi show. Did you know that? It, it was a really Quibi deal. It really was a Quibi show? It was a Quibi deal. And now it's getting oh. tossed to Roku and they're still doing it. It was like a Quibi Demi pitch. made a deal with. Quibi a year ago and They're it's calling just it now a, being Quibi's attached to this I mean not anymore clearly Ugh. there's no more Quibi but Quibi was attached to this yeah so it's like ridiculous it is we're talking about this Demi Lovato is a them but we'll get to the point where there's a who involved but it is a little bit exhausting to see them respond to a clearly traumatic time in their life by being totally all over the spotlight mm-hmm. in a way that is like you know, why are you doing, you don't have to do this. Why are you doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there must be something about, like, this must be a way of, like, that they think helps them cope, you know? Yeah, I like, guess. It's like, it's like developing a new normal, you know? Like, yeah. I'm going to be in the spotlight, but in a different way this time. I'm just going to overexpose myself in terms of, like, projects. Projects, 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 projects. Probably keeping yourself busy is helpful. Um, it's just sort of like how we're to me as a as an audience member, all of these seem seem all of these things seem like they are the same thing five times. Right. And I don't and and I just think don't think that Demi is gonna get positive reinforcement from the audiences on these projects if they're all the same. Therefore the backlash to it all is gonna be loud and stressful and traumatizing for them all over again. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's not like choose one, I guess, if you're like, I really want to focus on like mental health, right? And like mm-hmm. talk to my fans about it. It's like choose one. What you're doing now just seems like overkill. And it's like it's really doesn't – it sounds almost like you are 
profiting from this phenomenon of people caring about mental health or whatever, right? Even though you've had these experiences, it just feels so cynical. All of it feels cynical to me. I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm being cynical. It feels cynical that it is all happening, you know? Yeah, it feels weird. A talk show? Are you kidding? I mean, the ultimately, it's nice to see Demi get headlines for like their work. (laughs) Oh, Demi's doing a new thing, but it's sort of like Demi, you're doing so many things. How am I supposed to keep up with all of the things you are doing right now? And none of them are singing. And none of them are music. Well, this, so the newest thing that we are now leading into, which is that Demi Lovato and Noah Cyrus were spotted holding hands, like at Disney World or something. And people are like, they're dating. And it's like, I don't actually think so. No. They've also known each other for a very long time. And yeah, even of course the, they have. Even the hand holding is the most. First of all, they're dressed like 12-year-olds. Um, <laughs> so it really does look like, oh, me and my BFF, like, at literal Disneyland, because that's where they are. So I just love it says, they're very close and have been hanging out, said one source, who even suggests the pair have begun, begun a fling. However, a second source called the rumors weird and insisted they were just friends. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I tend to believe the second source who just said, that's weird that you would think that. You know who that second source sounds like? Demi Lovato. Yeah, it's like, that's weird. They have dinner sometimes, but they're not romantic, the source said. They got together for this song that sort of came together for a last... God, wait. They got together for this song that sort of came together a bit last minute, and they hang out. First of all, Demi Lovato doing a song with Noah Cyrus that came together at the last minute is the most Demi Lovato energy I've ever heard in my entire (sighs) life. I know. The song is on Dancing with the Devil. They have a song together. Which, again, I'm a Dancing with the Devil apologist. I thought it was, like, a kind of a good album. But, but do I still someone listen to, to it? Th- no. Someone had to think that. Yeah, I was going to say, how many times have you heard it all the way through? Once? Twice? Once. Eh, yeah. Twice. Once, right. twice, three times a Demi. Um, I like this. Oh, no, they didn't t- uh, comment. They've been close for a while. I don't think they are dating. That sums it up. That says it all. I, if the fans are, like, not, you know, seeing them as dating, then I'm not either. Mm-hmm. You know who is dating, yeah. Lindsay? Who? Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl. Oh my god! And you know how we, I know we, we talked, about, talked about them. Well, when we talked about them, they hadn't kissed. They found yet. love during the pandemic, but they hadn't kissed yet. They finally we, kissed, Lindsay. We. I'm closer, sorry. Where did you? Closer, closer got the exclusive. Closer got the exclusive on Linda Pearl and Patrick Duffy. And they weren't getting inside sources. They were just getting Linda Pearl herself. And so Linda Pearl I love says, this. "Oh no, this was when um, you get old enough, you give a direct quote to Closer." Mm-hmm. Patrick Duffy, sorry, this wasn't a Linda Pearl quote. It's Patrick Duffy says. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I need. Wait, wait, wait. Quarantining together so that they could film their roles in Doomsday Mom, the Lori, the Lori Vallow, Vallow story. story. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, what is Doomsday Mom? They're they're starring together in a movie called Doomsday Mom, the mm-hmm. Lori Vallow story. Yeah. Yep. On Lifetime. On Lifetime. Okay. And it's um, Doomsday Mom, the Lori Vallow story is based on the true story of Lori Vallow, Lauren Lee Smith, who gained Uh-oh. national attention when her children, JJ and Ty Lee, T-Y-L-E, were reported missing from her Idaho home in the fall of 2019. As investigators learned of Lori and her husband, Chad Daybell's involvement in a doomsday prepper group, a trail of mystery was revealed spanning five states and numerous questionable deaths before the I've bodies of, of JJ and Ty Lee were found this. in the backyard. Oh, no. I've heard of this. Linda Pearl and Patrick Duffy are not Lori Vallow or Chad. Yeah, they're a little old for that. No offense. Sorry, closer. They get the last sentence in the synopsis on Lifetime.com, and it's just Linda Pearl and Patrick Duffy also star. So they became close, filming the darkest story I can possibly think of. 
Yeah. Doomsday Mom is also, I'm sorry, that sounds like, that's really not an appropriate title for this. That sounds like, you know. Um, Serial Mom, Trading Mom. Linda called this slow courtship a very Victorian process because they spent weeks talking before they ever shared a kiss, explains Patrick. We Zoomed every single night for at least two to three hours, so we explored all our history, our past, our loves. We heard this story. We well, heard now this they, story. We, now we know they've kissed. They kissed on the set of Doomsday Mom, now the Mallow story. Now we know it's real. They kissed. Okay? Okay, great. Great. I'm so happy. Thank you, Closer. I need to talk to a detective about two missing children. Your mother's hiding something. The mother's name would be? Laurie Mallow. The world is divided into two kinds of souls. The light and the dark. Laurie, can you tell me where your kids are? God sent me a vision. Their beautiful souls need to be free. Did you do something to your children? I've done nothing wrong. Doomsday Mom, the Lori Vallow story, premieres June 26th today. It's only on. So Fiery from Flavor of Love is not, first of all, there were two fake-out deaths this week, which was crazy. That's too many in one week. That's too TMZ many in one week. TMZ was flip-flopping all over the place with these deaths. They said that Bismarck, he was dead. He is not dead. They said that's a, that was a little bit more like because he was l- sick. He was sick. So they yeah. It, so it was a little. But bit But they should of a, know better. They should know better. It's this like, just happened with what's her name? That actress who was on that '70s show. And then it's this one's even more silly, which is Sapphire from Flavor of Love, who, if you watch that show, was you know fantastic in it. She's not dead. She, somebody posted on her Instagram that she was dead. Someone. <laughs> Hector Instagram and just said I Instagram did. Or something. Maybe I, we don't know. It said, you know, and then she posted, I was hacked. I am alive, alive? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. But then like a bunch of megaphones. I'm alive, alive. <laughs> but then she posted a video of herself speaking that was like, hey, everyone, like, I'm literally alive. This First is and foremost, as you can see, I'm alive. I might look a little busted, but my ass is here. I love that. <laughs> First and foremost, as you can see, I'm alive is an incredible quote. First and foremost, as you can see, I'm alive. Safari was on Flavor of Love, like the first season, right? The original season yeah. of Flavor of Love? Yeah. She was on season two, then she won Charm School, Charm School, the Monique show. But the Safari thing was Lip Chap. She was the one who called it, who called Chapstick Lip Chap. Do you remember this? <laughs> I- and then she started her own brand of lip chap called lip chap because it became a meme that she called chapstick lip chap Okay, that's who Safari is. Okay. Legend. Lip Chap. That was a big D-list to joke. Lip Chap. She's alive. I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled. I'm alive. First and foremost, you can see I'm alive. Let's do a Cameo game because I was on Cameo recently. The website. Just looking at prices. Just my jaw dropping at the prices, at people who were undervalued, who were overvalued. And I want to play a little quick Cameo game, Lindsay. Do you think that'll be fun? It's crazy how Cameo has become just like norm, the mm-hmm. norm. Remember like not months ago where we like LMAO this thing, you know, it was like 12 people on it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like thousands of who's and them's and huh's just selling themselves for 30 bucks or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I want to play. Yep. I want to play a game. Okay. 
Well, some of them are going to be, I mean, you'll make sense. Some of it's going to be like, guess who's more expensive, then sort of guess the price. But you'll all, you'll figure it out. This is just the cameo pricing game, 2021. Yeah. Uh, Well, July 2021, because, you know, these things change all the time. Who is more expensive? Ghostface Killa or Riff Raff? Two rappers. Ghostface Killa. Yes, you are right. But how much is Ghostface Killa? 250. Little low. 350. You got it right. Ding, ding, ding. Ghostface Killa, okay. 350. Who's more expensive, Randy Travis or Master P? Oh, wow. This is hard. Mm-hmm. Randy Travis? Nope. Master P. Okay. How much is Master P? 400. That's too high. Uh, 280. You're really, really close. 299. Okay. And if Master P was 299 and Randy Travis is lower, can you even guess? You get one guess here just to see where you think he's at. Uh, 92. Nope. $200. Let's do some athletes. Athletes. Christy Yamaguchi or Daryl Strawberry? So we have figure skater versus baseball. Who is more expensive? Do you know I only know Daryl Strawberry from The Simpsons? Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in that. Uh, Christy's higher. Unfortunately, you're wrong. <gasps> Daryl's higher? Daryl's higher. How much is he? Actually, you know what? The way I should do it is this. Christy's lower. She's only $100. So how much is Daryl Strawberry? $300. Too high. $225. Really funny. You're wrong, but it's $218, which I just think is okay. a funny way to price. That's such a, a funny, funny way. to way. price yourself. Yeah. It should be prices right rules. If I'm under, I get it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Next up. Okay. A couple of actors. I feel like these two people are kind of in the exact same realm. Who's more expensive? Kristen Ritter? Or James Vanderbeek. God, it's like you're. Yeah, this is hard. Who's more money? James Vanderbeek. That is correct. Okay, Kristen Ritter is lower. She's two seventy five. So how much is James Vanderbeek? Three ninety nine. He's three hundred. You went over. He's three hundred. Okay, okay. Okay. Next up, we have a couple of dancers. Okay. Not a deal. You have a couple of dancers. Debbie Allen and wow. Paula Abdul. Okay. Oh. Who's more wow. expensive? Debbie Allen. That is incorrect. Debbie oh. Allen is three fifty. How much is Paula Abdul? Five fifty. Too high. One more shot. One more chance. Four eighty. Four forty nine. Wow. Why? Four forty nine. And then Why? here's here's the follow up question. Lindsay. Why is Paula Abdul pricing herself like a QVC <laughs> item? Here's here's the follow up question. The last one. One of them is donating their profits to charity. Is it Debbie Allen okay. or Paula Abdul? It's probably Debbie Allen. It's Debbie Allen. You're right. Wow. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Who's more expensive? Everclear, the main guy from Everclear or Mark McGrath? The main guy from Everclear, does he have a name? He's listed as Everclear. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Everclear or Mark McGrath, more expensive. I'll say Everclear. That is incorrect. Okay. Wow. Everclear is $50. And he responds within 24 hours. How much is Mark McGrath? Shut He's more expensive. Up. He's not much more expensive, though. I would say like nine, $99. He's 90 Wow, you did really well. I'm going to call that yeah. correct. I'm going to call that correct. Okay. So we have two iconic character actors who are responsible for very famous uh, 90s catchphrases, okay? We have Larry Thomas, who was the soup Nazi on Seinfeld, no soup for you. 
And then we have Jaleel White, responsible for Did I Do That? Steve Urkel, Family Matters, okay? Mm. Obviously, it's a bigger character. He's a recurring I was character. Say, like, He's not just a little, it's a little rude but to still, compare Jaleel still. White to Soup Nazi, yeah. Who's more expensive? Larry Thomas, a.k.a. the Soup Nazi. That's his name on Cameo. Larry Thomas, a.k.a. the Soup Nazi. Or Jaleel White. Jaleel Urkel. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Urkel. Larry Thomas, a.k.a. the Soup Nazi, is $80. How much is Jaleel White? He's got to be like 200 Over, but not by much. How much? Kind of like 195 169 Then we have This Is Weird. I just feel like these two people were both like at the exact same level. They showed up on the same column, and I was like, yep. Leah Thompson, famously the mom in Back to the Future. Fa- less famously the mom of Zoe Deutsch. <laughs> okay. Tom Arnold. Oh, weird. Who's I think more Tom Arnold is more expensive. You're correct. Leah Thompson is $100. So how much is Tom Arnold? Like three fifty. He's one thirty nine. Sorry, that was too high up. Sorry, he's one thirty nine. Wow, okay. I really blew my load on that one. Uh huh. Okay, let's move on to. Sh- let's go into the tank. Only a few more left. Barbara Corcoran or Damon John? Neither of these people are for charity, by the way. Who's more? They expensive? wouldn't be Barbara. Correct. Damon John is seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. Okay. What the how fuck? Mu- <laughs> and how much is Barbara Corcoran if she's more expensive than Damon John? A thousand? She's a nine ninety-nine. Okay. But she's, first of all, the pricing on these people, what are they even doing in these cameos? But she is not the most expensive shark. The thing is, I think that they probably get asked to do a lot of business stuff, and that is why they have to be really expensive. There's also like apparently a it's business corporate, cameo. Corporate where, pricing. Right. Corporate pricing. <laughs> yeah. Who is the most what? expensive shark? That's on is cameo. It, is it what's his face? Who? Maverick's owner? No, he's not on cameo. That's who's the most expensive. He's not even on it. No, it's Kevin O'Leary, a, is, Lindsay. It's Kevin it's O'Leary. It's Kevin O'Leary, obviously. How much is he? Obviously. He responds in 24 hours. Yeah, for 2000 bucks or whatever. $1,500. Yeah. $1, I'd respond in two hours, too, okay. if I got $1,500 to just say bullshit for a minute. Who's more expensive? The Situation or Ronnie? I mean, Ronnie needs the alimony payments. Situation is probably more expensive. That is incorrect. Ronnie is more expensive. The Situation is $300. Wow. How much is Ronnie? Ronnie's more than Ronnie's $300? More than $300. Who is paying for Ronnie cameos in uh, the year of our Lord, 2021? Is he 425 Too high. One more guess. He's just like 399 350 Okay. Um, what? Shaka Khan or Melissa Etheridge? Iconic singers. Who's more expensive? Mm, Melissa. Incorrect. Melissa is <gasps> two fifty. How much is Shaka Khan? Shaka's uh through uh through three ninety nine. Higher. Four eighty. Higher. No. Yeah, higher. Six hundred. Six fifty. Shaka Khan. Okay. And then the last question. The last question. Who's more expensive, Miss J. Alexander or noted fashion photographer Nigel Barker? A and T M Kings. Okay. Who who are they? I feel like Nigel's probably thinks he's worth more. Oh, I'm sorry, Lindsay. This was a trick question. They're both 50 bucks. They're the same. <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks. You know what? That's right. That's the first correct That's pricing. That's the first that correct pricing, night. yeah. I just love learning about the shifting market. I just feel like it's like somehow they've put a market on these people. Mm-hmm. Like, like I bet, you know, if you sign up, they tell you based on who you are about what, we what recommend. you should. Yeah, right? Like. 
the high and low of it all. Well, and I just feel like then you adjust based on how many requests you get. If you're not getting enough, you lower. If you're getting too many than you can handle, you make it higher. You know, supply and demand of it all. It's just really like it's one of they the purest. Hire us it's, over there. it's one is it's one of the purest ways of being able to like visualize visualize someone's self worth. Like it's because it's literal. We've made it's a like, celebrity marketplace in a weird way. It's just really funny to see like a literal version of you know know your worth, know your value, and it's a populist marketplace. It's not about what the value the values aren't being placed by agents, managers, filmmakers, blah blah. blah. The value is being placed by the people. And it is so literal, you know, yeah. and it's not even about like who's the most famous. It's about who is the most like almost meaningful to people like Soup Nazi being on there. He's probably more valuable to people in this form than somebody who's way more famous than him because of the entertainment value and the nostalgia value of what he provides in a cameo, you know. Yeah. And it's just fascinating to see kind of live basically on on this website. Yeah, it's just like it really is so I grown pure. a cameo, but I love it. Yeah. It's I mean so I just I've pure. Yeah, and it's and to be fair, I've never seen a bad cameo in terms of like it's always like funny and satisfying and the person it's always like very weird to watch and good in that way. But you know And if you have a bad cameo, you're gonna get bad reviews. You know, like but if you have a bad cameo, it's even funnier because then it's like the person is being fun. It's like funny that how bad it is, too. God, I just cannot. We gotta commission you. some cameos for our tour. Yeah, let's that's see true. if we get some. We get so, let's get some celebrities to like introduce us or something. Let's let's figure this out. That'll be a good. That'll be a good use of money. I, I don't. I don't even mean that. I don't even mean that jokingly. Like that's true. That's It'd be true. fun. I think we. I think we. I don't think we use cameo enough no. on this show. Before we move on to Rita, do you want to hear a couple of? of a couple of the 25 things you don't know about Tegan and Sarah. Yes, they okay. did their 25 things together, which is really annoying. That's so and rude. It's like, so these rude. These two have been trying to not be paired. I feel like twins, their entire journey is to be separate and these two let them do their 25 things together. It's just like how Romy and Michelle shared uh, a photo in the yearbook. <laughs> I'm just like, separate <laughs> yourselves, please. I just feel like it's like some of these are Tegan, some of these are Sarah, and then some of these are just the thing exactly. we love the most about being queer. It's like, okay. Some of them girlies. are individual. Some of them are together. Weird. Like Tegan. Number six, Tegan. My celeb crush is Harry Styles. Number seven, Sarah. My celeb crush is Kate Winslet in Mare of Easttown. I want a zaddy okay. type who's covered in cat hair to show up and take no shit. First of all, Kate Winslet doesn't have a cat in Mare of Easttown. Please check yourself. Yeah. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Okay? Also, number 17, we love is... talking about our chosen family on the visible wireless hashtag proudly visible. Well, I was like, where the hell is the spawn? And there are two spawns. One of them is that. And the other we, one is. We love talking. Of... I'm sorry. This is the most. God, I just. We love talking about our chosen is... family on the visible Half wireless proudly like... visible campaign. God. First of all, Pride Month is not over. If you thought Pride Month was over. It's not because we love talking about our chosen. We loved talking about our chosen family on the visible wireless, yes. proudly visible campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not even spawn. That's we loved doing the spawn. Yeah. And that's itself the spawn. We thought wild. the spawn was so much fun. Yeah. 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 I tried to find footage of the Proudly Visible campaign, but I could not. So I don't know where it lives. The Proudly Visible campaign's website does not feature Tegan and Sarah, at least not prominently. So, like, I don't know. Um, the last one that I wanted to read is number 
Number 23, our favorite ice cream is Cool House ice cream sandwiches. That might just be genuine. I don't even think that's spawn. I think that's just, they I like, just like we cool like House. this ice cream. Yeah. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita Ora up to this week? Well, she released a new song. You should play a clip. I don't, here's the thing, I don't love the song. I'm actually really disappointed in the song. You know, it just feels like we read as in dance music. We support that. We love the EP. It did have some good stuff on mm-hmm. it. She's obviously teaming up with different DJs to do different stuff. It's not as good as Ritual. Like, Ritual is like peak Rita Ora dance track mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Rita Ora shows off her girly side in a rose pink dress as she celebrates 4th of July by hosting a Prospero tequila rooftop party in Los Angeles. Rita's tequila line is like so legit. It's so funny. It's real. It's Beyond real. It is like successful. It is a successful luxe tequila brand. And she's not just like the spokesperson. She's like involved. Yes. Okay. So then there was this, which I thought was extremely, extremely sweet and surprising. And like, sort of like yet again, we picked, we picked the right, we picked the right horse. We picked the right dog. What is the, what is the phrase? We picked a winner. The horse. The horse. Yeah. We picked a winner. Saturday, July 3rd at 3.56 p.m. Just Jared published the headline, Rita Ora and Taika Waititi are the cutest couple in these new photos. And it's a full, like, dozens of photos of Rita Ora and Taika Waititi being cute. Stop. People love that. They've already graduated to being cute. But, like, Just Jared, if Just Jared is writing about them so much, it stands to reason that they are performing well. You know, like, you're not going to keep writing about a couple that isn't actually getting you clicks. And I views. know. It's just not going to happen. You, kn- you know who was also at her Prospero tequila party, though? Who was? Iconic COVID. To be fair, I'm sure they had a lot of talk about, guess who was there? Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens was Vanessa there. Hudgens and Rita Ora talking about their, their, both of them getting canceled for COVID-related reasons. People are going to remember Vanessa's much longer than they're going to remember Rita's, I think. Uh, really? Well, hers has a sound bite. Hers Rita's has a sound has bite. A... Hers, al- hers also has like a visual. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then there was this. Oh, well, we kind of talked about this briefly, but like Taika was like, it's no big deal. Whenever they asked him about the three-way kiss, he was like, it's not a big deal. That was his, I think, full quote. But that's so boring. I mean, they, they asked him and he said it's no big deal, but I guess he was just like deflecting. He was like, who cares? Whatever. Last thing that she's up to, she's installing a panic room. Can't wait for the movie. <laughs> David Fincher's Rita Ora's Panic Room. <laughs> it sounds like she's installing a panic room, but she's really preparing for Panic Room 2, where she's the star. Panic Room colon Rita Ora's Panic Room. She plays grown-up uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart wasn't available. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. Straight to VOD. Wait, streaming. why are Roku. we getting a Panic Room sequel where Kristen Stewart is grown up and dealing with something similar? I mean, ask Kristen Stewart. She's busy or whatever. That's why Rita Ora is playing grown-up Kristen Stewart. <laughs> you don't think that she can play this role? You don't think she can do this? Where did she talk about this? It says, 
I think it's old also. I think I've like said it before. That's why it's crazy. I think it's a repeat. Oh, it's people got public record. She applied for a building permit to add it to her house. And I guess that sort of stuff needs to be approved. Good. If anyone deserves one, Rita Ora deserves a panic room. Can you write off a panic room? Is that business expense? How much does that say? We were talking about like knowing your self-value, knowing yourself well enough to think that or assume that you need a panic room. Ooh. She did get robbed that it's one time. It's a big time, flex. So, you know, it's a big it flex. flex she did get robbed. She that's robbed. why. She got robbed. Yeah, she's where she's supposed to hide all her nice tequila from Vanessa Hudgens, you know? If I could afford a panic room, I would just put one in, even though I'm like n- not threatened. I would just like, I like the idea of having one. I think they're funny. Yeah, but I think you would use the panic room to panic in versus these <laughs> people who, you know what I mean? Like you would like do your daily panicking in the room. I'm in my panic room. And I'd be like, Bobby, I don't think that's what a panic room is for. And you'd be like, not your panic room. My panic room is for actual panicking. Padded walls, some cozy chairs, like ocean sounds and other like headspace, like audio being piped in. Stop. A spigot that just releases like, lukewarm ginger tea (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great we're done thank you for listening to another episode of who weekly call in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns if you have experiences with panic rooms call us in call us in about anything you want to talk about we love your calls yeah don't direct them to do that i think rate reviews on apple podcasts we love your ratings and reviewing support us on patreon.com for bonus episodes um and oh, thank you to Katie Ehrenreich of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. And we'll see you on Friday with another episode of Who's There. Bye. Bye. You will Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous.